Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Here we go. Thursday afternoon, it's NFL Draft Day. Round one begins tonight from Las Vegas. And boy, do we not know what is going to happen. There is uh, seemingly consensus as to who the first two picks of the draft are going to be. But I use the word seemingly um, with like italics and bold print because I'm not sure that anybody really, really knows how it's going to shake out. Tonight, Richard Cross, Michael Borky with you. Brian Haydad is off for a couple of more days. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Thanks, as always, for being with us. You want to be a part of the conversation, we'd love for you to join us on the Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Michael Borky, draft day, what's up? Oh, man, I'm so excited. I, I love this stuff. I- I'm one of those people... It- the NFL is king in sports, right? Obviously. Like, the no NFL is, is on the ceiling, and then college football is, like, on top of the table. And, and also, just below the table is the NBA, and then uh, baseball, and then, you know, it, it just the gap is so wide, it's not even worth talking about. I'm the kind of person that is the reason why. Okay. Because even though my team plays Game 6, an elimination game tonight, which I will be watching as well, two screens, all that, I won't miss a second of the draft tonight. I won't miss one second. And then when schedule release day comes out, I'll be all excited about it. And then, I mean, just every time there is a new date of things for the NFL, I'm a consumer of it. Mini camps, I want all the highlights. Everything. I want it all. And... Tonight is, I mean, it's like Christmas for an NFL fan. So the NFL has created dates of significance that really are not that significant. I mean, ultimately, no. the dates that are significant are when games are played, but the NFL has created must-watch TV. Mentioned it yesterday. Tonight's draft, first round of the draft, will be viewed by roughly 30 million people, and that's the most people that have viewed a sporting or sporting-related event since the last time we had an NFL football game on television. And it'll be close to double the audience of the last big televised sporting event. It will be double the final round of the Masters, roughly. 
It'll be double the Final Four game between Duke and North Carolina, roughly. It's incredible. It's incredible. So what's a draft? All that's happening, one guy is getting picked per, well, sort of, getting picked per team. I mean, the Saints have two picks, the Texans have two picks. Other teams are going to eventually get two picks because if you believe the scuttlebutt, there are going to be trades all over tonight. The uncertainty of who is where and the fact that there aren't must-get quarterbacks, but teams still must get a quarterback, is going to lead to a lot of positional volatility tonight. All right, yes or no answer to this question. The first question today that pops up on the ceasefire text line comes from the 662. So, does Matt Corral get drafted tonight? I'm going to say yes with reluctance. I think that there he I, I expect him to fall uh, lower than you know when the season ended what you thought he was going to be versus what he is now. I don't expect him to be in the top 10 or whatever. I think though as the teens come, if you will, mm-hmm. and and maybe the 20s begin and you've got a guy like him and, and Desmond Ritter still on the board some of these teams with some capital and a need for a quarterback are going to trade back into the first round and take somebody like that. Whether it be Detroit moving up from 32, Seattle getting back into it. Um, we'll get to it maybe today. Possibly the New York Giants. Maybe considering a quarterback at this point. So there, there's, I think that that's what's going to happen. Is He will still be there late and somebody will trade back in or move up a little bit to get him because that we've talked about this a few weeks ago. Not enough people mention this. First round picks the team gets an extra year with on yep. their rookie deal. Yep. It's a five year deal versus a four year deal. Versus a four year deal. And so when you've got a quarterback that ends up being good. And, you, and the fifth year is a team option, right? It is a team option. That, so the Giants opted out of Daniel Jones's team option today. Uh, so he will be a free agent next year after four years. Not a good sign for their opinion of Daniel Jones and his future in the franchise. They're not even willing to pay him a rookie deal for one more year. Uh, so if you're a team that needs a quarterback, you want him to be as cheap as possible for as long as possible because you've seen it with the Bills, you've seen it with the Chiefs, you saw it with the Patriots for all those years. Even Tom Brady was cheap. It allows you to be better elsewhere on your roster when you've got a good quarterback for cheap for as long as you can. So you and, and there's get a, a first little bit rounder of a trend. to get that extra year. Right, so there's a little bit of a trend. You also have the option... And some flexibility when you've got five years on that initial deal that you can play with versus four of doing an extension earlier and maybe doing a deal that's a little more team-friendly than it might otherwise be. Patrick Mahomes is, what, example number one. After two years, they started working on his long-term deal. And so he, what, after his third season, got the mega contract. The Bills have already done an extension with Josh Allen, haven't they? Uh, I believe so. I think that's right. I think he signed a big deal also. Um, that's what Kyler Murray wants and hasn't gotten in Arizona. He he wants the new big, yeah, long Yeah, six mega years, deal. 258 for Josh Allen. So he got yeah. his. So teams are looking, if they do ultimately draft a star at the quarterback position, 
not waiting until that fifth year or after that fifth year to do a long-term deal. They might two or three years into it say, well, you know, we've got some flexibility and this might be good for salary cap purposes and they'll go ahead and push things out longer term. So we're going to look at at least three different mock drafts just in the first round. Um, Borky's got the uh, the one from NFL.com with Peter Schrager pulled up. We're all big fans of, of Peter Schrager. Does a really good job there covering the NFL. Good morning football, the whole deal. I've got Mel Kuyper's final draft pulled up. They also pulled up one from uh, from CBS Sports, Chris Trapasso. And this one came out yesterday about lunchtime, a little after lunchtime. I thought what he wrote to kind of as the lead-in to his final mock draft was interesting. He says, I'm happy today. My final mock draft of the 20, uh, mock of the 22, uh, sorry, let me try that one more time. My final mock of the 2022 NFL draft season is here. At this stage in the process, we collectively feel confident we know at least who's going in the first round, but let me tell you, we don't. And this draft is riddled with more uncertainty than ever. Each year, there are a few surprise names early in the first round, as well as within the last few selections on Thursday night. And I'm talking names we never pictured inside round one who ultimately land there. Peter Schrager tweeted yesterday as he was putting together his final mock draft for 2022, he couldn't help but think back to last year where he had Mac Jones slated at three to San Francisco and everything inside him was telling him to move him, but he couldn't make himself do it. Even though all the information he was hearing was, Mac Jones is not going there. It's going to be Trey Lance that goes to San Francisco at three. But he didn't make himself move it. I had a text from a buddy today. He said, just thinking out loud here, I always thought it would be an interesting topic for a sports talk radio show to take some of these mock drafts, the projections, and then go back after the actual draft and match them up and see if any of them were anywhere close to accurate. We'll do that. We'll do that with these. Send me the two that you've got. I don't have ESPN Plus. I know I should, but I it's don't. Right. Um, and we'll do that tomorrow. I'll make a note. We'll uh, we'll go back and see how right these guys were. Because his point was, man, I'd love to, in my line of work, make all kinds of projections, have them fall woefully inaccurate, and then not be held accountable at all for them. I think ultimately, though, all of the mock drafts are not about necessarily getting it right. I mean, that's good for bragging purposes and building cachet within the industry. It's more about content creation than anything, because if there's something NFL-related in a headline, people are going to click on it. Michael Borky raising his hand high into the air I, I, I'll click on as it. we speak. I, I, I will click on it. Yeah. Basically every single one. The only one I won't click on is Stephen Shea from Barstool Sports. I will not click on his. Because he tried to explain tackling to Deuce McAllister. This is a little guy that does mock drafts for Barstool that's never played football at a high level in his life. Was trying to tell Deuce McAllister that he was wrong about tackling. So I will not read anything that guy makes again. Otherwise, I'll click on him. Aside from that, you're good. Aside from that, I'm good. So these three mock drafts, this all we'll do is we wrap up the first segment. we got plenty to get to this afternoon. Uh, Trapasso from CBS Sports, Kuyper from ESPN, and Peter Schrager from the NFL Network all have Trayvon Walker, the defensive end out of Georgia, going number one overall to Jacksonville. 
And they all have Aiden Hutchinson, the defensive end out of Michigan, going number two to Detroit. We'll talk about what else they project when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Other than the typical congestion downtown Jackson, 220, Interstate 20, and 55 all running smooth, if you see a traffic problem, be sure to call your local law enforcement. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. Come out to Mississippi Makers Fest on May 7th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the two Mississippi museums in downtown Jackson. Enjoy live music from the North Mississippi All-Stars and a huge lineup of bands plus art and food from over 50 makers. The World of Marty Stewart exhibit will also open at the museums the same day featuring artifacts from Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton, Marty Stewart himself, and more. Mississippi Makers Fest is sponsored by Southern Beverage Company. And the World of Marty Stewart is sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. For more info, visit mdah.ms.gov. It's Ford Truck Month. Now's the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel of a new Ford Maverick pickup. And get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of trucks. But you better get going. These deals won't last. Get to Ford Truck Month. Let's get after it. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. April is Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Save up to $2,000 off retail on select models, plus even more savings on customized package deals. Get 0% financing and pick your own Mow the Distance bonus. Free oil change or free set of blades or a free service kit. Hurry, the first 50 Gravely buyers receive a gift certificate for up to $200. Save big right now during Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace and Revel Outdoor. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk Mississippi. Frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. 
we like to... Uh, what was it Steve Sable? It was Steve Sable's father, right, who had the... Uh, I can't remember the name of the voice of NFL films. Whatever it is, you know what I'm talking about. That big, deep voice. All right, let's just jump right into him. We'll start with uh, we'll start with Peter Schrager's mock draft final edition. Trayvon Walker from Georgia one to Jacksonville. Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan two to Detroit. He goes Iki Aquanu from NC State, the offensive lineman, offensive tackle to Houston at number three. Did you see that stat I dropped in the notes by the way about Aiden Hutchinson? Which one? Aiden Hutchinson is set to be the second. Michigan football player to be taken in the top five ever. Ohio State has had six in the last six years. Michigan, two ever. Charles Woodson being the first. Charles Woodson being the first. Ohio State, six in the last six years. I know Michigan won this past season, but no wonder Ohio State has flat out dominated them over the last two decades. That's shocking, isn't it? Yeah. That a place like Michigan has only had two top five draft picks ever? It's hard to fathom, but here they are. Uh, John Facenda. Thank you, Shaq Bully. That's the name. The uh, voice of NFL Films. Uh, What's Borky drinking? Because every day I see him take a pull off of what looks like large Mexican lager. Well, I'm running on fumes a little bit, so I had a coffee, but um, just water. I mean, I carry, I carry a tumbler around. I've noticed that just pumping myself with water all day makes me feel better. There you go. It's amazing what just simple, basic, like, science can do for your overall health. That's basic science, too, right? They say just, water's good for you. Water's good for you. Drink more water. All right. I feel better. Imagine that. Gibb in Greenwood says Jake Long out of Michigan was the number one pick in 2008. Jake Long, the offensive lineman? Uh, that's what he's saying. Is that not right? Uh, uh, offensive linemen don't play defense. You were talking about defensive players yeah, all time. the second defensive I'm player sorry, of all time. You said defensive player. I thought you said second Michigan player, period. No, second defensive player Defensive from player from and Michigan. Ohio State has had six in the last six years. Six defensive players. So, yeah, he was uh, Jake Long went 1-1. In 2008. Dolphins, Rams, Falcons, and Vikings. His career ended in 2016. Was that good enough for a number one pick overall? It was worth it. Yeah. Um, There's debate, by the way, about Houston at number three. Because there are some people thinking that Derek Stingley Jr. might go off the board there. But this is Peter Schrager's draft. He's got... The Jets taking Sauce Gardner, the corner out of Michigan, fourth, I'm sorry, out of Cincinnati, fourth overall. This draft from Peter Schrager, and we got this message just a second ago from, who is it? Jeff. Jeff said, I wouldn't mind my New York Giants taking Charles Cross. And Peter Schrager's mock draft, number five. Charles Cross to the New York Giants. We'll do a best case, worst case later if we have time. Uh, That would be, if I was a state fan looking at this, that would be my best case. Because 
offensive line is different than quarterback, right? Quarterback circumstances dictate success more than offensive linemen. You can be an offensive tackle on a really bad team and still sign an awesome contract. Look at Laramie Tunsil. He's been on bad teams in his entire career, and he's got a $100 million contract to lean on. So for Charles Cross, you just want him to go as high as possible with relative confidence to make as much money as possible. The Giants are the best organization, which isn't saying a whole lot, in the top five. Big market, chance to make big money, all that stuff. That, if I were Charles Cross... I'm, I'm hoping there, because I don't want to go to Carolina after that, and the Giants pick again at 7. So, best organization to go to in those top picks, and you get to be in New York City, that's where I want to go. How good are these offensive tackles in this draft? In Schrager's draft, he's got Icky Ikuanu going at 3 to the Texans, Charles Cross going at 5 to the Giants, and Evan Neal from Alabama going at 6 to Carolina. And then at 7, he's got the Giants taking Derek Stingley Jr. If you're a New York Giants football fan and you get Charles Cross and Derek Stingley in the first round, you're going to go to sleep feeling pretty good tonight. You should. I've still got questions about Derek Stingley Jr. Only because the production fell off so much. I know there were some injuries. I know there was maybe a lack of interest in kind of running out there, protecting himself. There's no question the skill set and the talent for Derek Stingley Jr. are off the charts. I just want to see LSU freshman Derek Stingley in the NFL, not LSU sophomore or junior Derek Stingley. At eight, he's got Kayvon Thibodeau going to the Falcons. At nine, Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher out of Florida State, going to the Seahawks. Garrett Wilson going to the New York Jets at ten. Washington Commanders taking Drake London out of Southern Cal, the wide receiver. And then the Minnesota Vikings at 12, taking Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. Then Jamison Williams to Philly at 13. Chris Olave to Green Bay at 14. And the thought here is that Green Bay might trade up because they need a wide receiver and they believe there's a drop-off after the combination of Garrett Wilson and uh, Jamison Williams and Chris Olave and Drake London. Now, there's some people that really like Jayon Dotson, and we'll get to him in just a second, out of Penn State. Jordan Davis going to 15 to the Eagles. Trevor Penning at 16 to the Saints. That would be smart drafting. You lose Armstead. You need an offensive tackle that can come in and play right away, and people think this guy is a plug-and-play day one. Maybe not as good as Evan Neal or Charles Cross or anything like that, but like it has the tools to start from day one in the NFL. Yeah, you have no choice. Like if if he's there, you you have to take an offensive tackle in the first round. You have to. You have no choice. About Penning, he's uh, he's out of Northern Iowa, by the way. Schrager writes, Penning is an angry, nasty road paver who joins an already strong offensive line. He's not Armstead yet. Yeah, they uh, apparently he's so like nasty that they have to dial him back in practice. Like mm. they have to calm him down. Cause, okay, cause he, having a guy like that. Yeah, because he just wants to rip dudes' heads off, even his own teammates, during the play. And so they have to rein him in during practice because he's going to hurt somebody. Kenyon Green from Texas A&M, interior offensive lineman, going to the Chargers at 17. Trent McDuffie, the cornerback from Washington, to the Texans at 18. Saints going back 
at 19, and this is assuming they don't trade those picks, and that's all over the board. They could trade up, they could trade down. Jan Dotson from Penn State at 19. You like that? It's most logical for them to go offensive tackle wide receiver in the first round. Those are their two positions of most desperate need. I saw somebody that covers the team today say, don't be surprised if they go offensive line, defensive line. And, I mean, how many football teams win without a good offensive line and defensive line, right? Like, that's not bad strategy. But you already essentially wasted your first-round pick a year ago on a defensive lineman that doesn't play much because you're already really good there. Unless Davis is there at 19 from Georgia, don't reach for a defensive tackle that won't play for you next year. They're too deep there. Yeah. First quarterback off the board in Schrager's draft comes at pick number 20. So you're telling me we're going to go 19 picks before we get to a quarterback in the National Football League draft. Maybe, but i got to see that to believe it. Yeah, same here. I mean... And that's Malik Willis to the Steelers at 20. When I read this, I thought he filled these players in using his mind. Like, thinking about it. Oh, this team needs this. And filled it through. Because if you're Washington, do you think, honestly, do you think that Kenny Pickett gives you more than Carson Wentz? I mean, maybe, but are you sure? So maybe go with a position of, of need elsewhere and move on. Like, that's thinking with your head. But has quarterback drafting ever been rational? No. Ever? No. I'm actually going to skip. Well, I won't skip over everything. I'll grab a couple of teams of interest. Cowboys at 24 going Tyler Linderbaum, the interior offensive lineman out of Iowa. I've seen that all over the place. I, I feel like that's a shoe in If he's available if and he's the Cowboys available, don't trade up or trade him, down. Yeah. Uh, Titans going Tyler Smith, the offensive lineman out of Tulsa at 26. Wouldn't be surprised if they reach on a quarterback tonight. Traylon Burks to Kansas City at 30 out of Arkansas. And then with the final pick of the first round, Peter Schrager projects Kenny Pickett to Detroit. And only two quarterbacks taken in the first round. Sports Talk Mississippi will be back right after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 82. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 56. Your finally Friday brings in mostly sunny conditions, high near 86. Friday evening, mostly clear, low around 62. And for your Saturday, a 20% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Register now for Mississippi Aquarium's Camp Aqua Investigators. Campers will participate in hands-on experiments and experience animal encounters. This summer, campers will take an in-depth look into the different species of animals that call Mississippi Aquarium home. Sign up now for Camp Aqua Investigators, June 13th through July 8th. For more information, visit msaquarium.org. 
Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Hartley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, Walt Behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, Shop smartly, shop partly. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate-to-plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word Radio for free shipping. A bill that gives raises to all statewide elected officials will become law without the governor's signature. Most of them have not received a pay raise for a long time. You know, we can argue about the amount of the pay raise, whether it was adequate or whether it was too much. But the simple truth is, they were probably making up for the fact that for 20 years there hadn't been any pay raises. The newly approved raises will go into effect in 2024. The increases in pay account for roughly $370,000 of the state's budget, with raises up to $60,000 to the state auditor and insurance commissioner's annual salary. To learn more about the increases in pay, log on to supertalk.fm. 27 tornadoes swept through Mississippi on March 22nd, injuring three people. Mississippi is requesting individual assistance for families in the counties hit hardest, Clay, Hines, Holmes, and Kemper. 68 homes in those counties were either destroyed or sustained major damages. President Biden will have to approve the request for federal assistance to be made available. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polks. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polks meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polks is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polks. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. From the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Every minute worth waiting for. Super Talk Mississippi. Since the year 2007, the most drafted players from a single conference every single year have come from the SEC. Will that be the case again this year? Most likely. Yeah. Not really goes. going too far out on that limb, are you? No, that's that's about that's about how it goes. Yeah. That's why the name carries so much weight. We all know they're goofy, but every time somebody makes the SEC bias argument, and you'd be surprised how many people actually think that that's real, that the NCAA favors the SEC as if they could actually manipulate anything in college football to the SEC's favor anyway. They don't control the postseason. But I digress. There is no bias when numbers back up everything. Yeah. More players drafted. More first-round players drafted. More first-round picks drafted. They're all more successful in the NFL. Biggest contracts received are from the SEC. Uh, obviously, and, and if you want to know what those numbers are, Peter Burns will be waving that flag on his Twitter feed. Yeah, that'll come. <laughs> that'll come. Hey, if he does it by uh, by tomorrow at three, we'll have those uh, as well. But there is no bias when it's just factual. And it's just right. yet another example of that being a fact, and it'll play out again tonight. Ceasefire text line is open to you at 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from Ceasefire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do. Right here in Ceasefire country, check availability out now at ceasefire.com slash business. Coming up a little bit later this afternoon on the Farm Bureau phone line, we'll begin the 5 o'clock hour with our buddy Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated. We talked a lot about his story yesterday about the uh, the future of the NCAA and some of the changes that uh, that might be uh, in place or possibly on the horizon for uh, college athletics. Uh, also going to ask Ross, it's been a couple of weeks, he covered his very first Masters this year. I'm going to ask him about that experience just because... I'm fascinated, and maybe you will be as well. We'll see what kind of behind-the-scenes access he can give us to his time at Augusta National. So I told you we'd look at a couple of other mock drafts, so we're not going to just mock draft you to death this afternoon, but these are fascinating on draft day. 
This was from uh, from CBS Sports and Chris Trapasso. Uh, like everybody else, Trayvon Walker, one, Aiden Hutchinson, two. He's got Derek Stingley, three, to Houston. Jermaine Johnson, four, out of Florida State, to the Jets. His combination is Evan Neal at five to the Giants, Charles Cross at six to the Panthers. So we'll see, right? I mean, seems like conventional wisdom. Everybody's got Charles Cross top ten. Most everybody's got him top six. Yeah. Uh, Ahmad Gardner out of Cincinnati to, um, sorry, Sauce Gardner to the uh, to the Giants at. Seven, Equanu to the Jets at eight, Thibodeau to the Seahawks at nine, Drake London to the Falcons at ten, Garrett Wilson to Washington at eleven, then Jamison Williams, Kyle Hamilton seems to be slotted by most, either going twelve to the Vikings or thirteen to the Texans. Of course, if Philadelphia picks at twelve, they will have traded with Minnesota for that uh, for that pick. Alave. Going to the Vikings at 15. Malik Willis at 16 to the Steelers. That was a trade that was projected here. Uh, Kair Elam to the Chargers at 17. That's the uh, corner out of the University of Florida. Jordan Davis at 18 to Philadelphia. Tyler Smith at 19 to New Orleans. And Kenny Pickett at 20 to New Orleans. Now, again, that's guys playing fast and loose with some trade possibilities. Yeah. Um, Kenny Pickett to the Saints. Thoughts? Uh, why? Why would be my thought. Why? It, honest question. Is there anything that you think Kenny Pickett can do that Jameis Winston cannot do? Does he have as strong of an arm? No. Is he... More accurate. Well, it depends made, on whether or not you're talking about the 30-pick season. Well, I'm talking about, like, accuracy. Not decision-making, but accuracy. You know, maybe he does turn the football over less, but there's still a learning curve, and I, I don't know. It, it just, this team doesn't need a quarterback. They, if you they, take they Kenny Pickett in the first round, it's not the start this year. No. And so why would you make that pick if you're the Saints? I think there's no reason. I, it, I saw, it doesn't make sense. It, it does not at, at all. I mean, you've got Jameis locked up for two years, and if he's good enough, he'll stick around. And he's cheap, and you have needs elsewhere, and you can win right now. With a wide receiver and an offensive tackle, you can win right now. If Jameis doesn't get hurt, they are a playoff team last year easily. They possibly win the division. Remember, they beat the Buccaneers 9 to nothing. Good defense. Yeah. So the pieces are there for them to still be really good. Don't draft a guy you know you're not going to play. That doesn't make any sense. I won't go through the rest of this one, but in the final pick of the first round, this mock draft at CBS Sports has the Seattle Seahawks trading up and getting that last pick from Detroit and taking Matt Corral at quarterback. So of the four mock drafts that we're looking at, Right now, which is Peter Schrager, NFL.com, CBS Sports, and then we'll look at Kuyper and uh, and Todd McShay's mocks, final mocks at ESPN. This is the only one that's got Corral going in the first round. And that's one that 
since that picture at the Combine where you saw Lane Kiffin and Pete Carroll and Matt Corral sitting together all around visiting in the seats and you had Monty Kiffin there as well, people have been like, hmm, does that make some sense? There's obviously a relationship there with Kiffin and uh, and Pete Carroll. Oh, no doubt. And it makes sense for Seattle, too. I mean, you, you can still get a piece or two that you need in the first round, and then you come back in and get a quarterback that you don't need to play right away because you have Drew Locke, and I know he's not a future guy, but at least you don't have to throw your rookie into the fire immediately because you have somebody else that, that you can use as a bridge. Yeah, That makes sense. I, that's why I think something like this is going to happen, because you're going to have a Seattle... Um, you're going to have a, maybe an Indianapolis, uh, somebody that either has an aging quarterback or doesn't have one at all, that will come back into the first round and scoop up a Matt Corral or a Desmond Ritter late in the first round because they do need a quarterback and they can get one super late in the first. Here's Kuyper's first round. Trayvon Walker, one to Jacksonville. Aiden Hutchinson, two to Detroit. He's got Equanu going three to Houston. Sauce Gardner going four to the Jets. Charles Cross at five to the New York Giants. Carolina taking Evan Neal at six. Garrett Wilson going at eight to the Falcons. Stingley going at nine to the Seahawks. Alave going to Washington at 11. Kyle Hamilton going at 13 to Houston. Jordan Davis, the big old defensive lineman from Georgia, going 14 to Baltimore. Jamison Williams to Philadelphia at 15 via a trade. For the Saints, he's got Penning at 16. He's got Kenny Pickett at 19. So that's a couple of mock drafts. Then have Pickett going to New Orleans. Malik Willis at 20 to Pittsburgh. Uh, Tyler Smith, offensive tackle out of Tulsa, going to Dallas at 24. A couple of other drafts have got Linderbaum going there. And is there anything interesting at the end? Nah. And then you've got uh, McShay. Walker 1, Hutchinson 2, Stingley 3 to Houston, Equanu to the Jets at 4, Charles Cross to the Giants at 5, Evan Neal to the Panthers at 6. I mean, how about offensive tackle, offensive tackle, offensive tackle? I mean, there's, there's a lot of surprises coming tonight, a lot of them. I think, for me, the thing I would be surprised with the most is if Charles Cross is available at 7. If he's still there at 7, I will be surprised. Yeah, I agree with that. I really do. Based on everything you've seen and the needs you've got at the top of the draft, every, almost every mock draft guy out there, or gal, is buying into the no quarterbacks in the top 10 picks. And they may every single one of them be right it just goes against everything we've seen and we know about the NFL draft. Everything. It goes against everything we've seen and everything we know about the NFL draft. McShay's got uh, Malik Willis going to Pittsburgh at 20. Traylon Burks going to Green Bay at 22. So we'll see. All right, here's a question for you. And we're going to examine this on the other side of the break. Among the names of projected first-round picks, and it doesn't have to be in one of these mock drafts, but guys that have been talked about as first-round picks, give me your best two or three pros five years from now. 
So it's one thing for us to say, hey, let's go back tomorrow and see how how accurate these guys were with their mock drafts. It's altogether another thing to look five years down the road and say, okay, based on the 2022 draft, these are the two or three best pros five years into their career. i got a couple of guys I really, really like that fit that category. We'll get Michael Borkey's and we'll get yours as well when we come back on Sports Talk Mississippi to wrap up the 3 o'clock hour. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Other than the typical congestion downtown Jackson, 220, Interstate 20, and 55 all running smooth, if you see a traffic problem, be sure to call your local law enforcement. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. When I got hurt on the field, I thought I was done playing sports. That all changed after my visit to Mississippi Sports Medicine. My super surgeon drew up the perfect game plan. It was my recovery and their game plan that proved the game-winning combination. 20 physicians, 7 subspecialties, 1 focus. You, Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Last month, we gave you some of our biggest and best deals ever, but in April, Ridgeland Mitsubishi is determined to give you even more. We're giving you more selection to choose from, more affordable payments, and more savings than ever before. Get here now to take advantage of these amazing offers. Pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. Want more? The Mirage averages a whopping 40 miles per gallon. That's right, only $249 per month and get huge savings on gas. Still want more? Then don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new lifetime powertrain warranty. That's right, a lifetime powertrain warranty. Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi.com, and we'll give you more for your old vehicle, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So bring your trade in today, and remember, you are approved. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. With all of this, who could ask for more? RidgelandMitsubishi.com. This is the opportunity you've been waiting for. So get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credit deal for details. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. 
Did you know that just by changing where you buy your office supplies that you can supply jobs for blind Mississippians? MIB offers over 65,000 office supplies, including office furniture and your ink and toner. We offer good customer service with budget-friendly pricing and free shipping. Shop with a purpose today, helping yourself, your business, and other Mississippians. If you buy it, give Mississippi Industries for the Blind a try. Visit us at shop at msblind.org today. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. text message that piqued my interest a few minutes ago. No name on this one. Came in on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. How about this? College football fan and an NFL fan. Every year I watch the NFL draft. For some reason, I just can't get into this year's draft. I'm not sure what it is, but I just have no interest in watching tonight. So Michael Borky doesn't fall into that category. Doesn't matter who or what or whatever he's watching. But I get it. And I understand the whole, I can't quite put my finger on it. I said this to Michael Borky earlier. I feel like this year's draft lacks a little star power. And maybe that's partly because we don't have three top ten quarterbacks that are going to be taken. But there's no question there are wildly talented players. And it's going to be fun, and there's going to be a lot of drama because I think we're going to see a lot of trades and a lot of kind of shaking stuff up, and it's in Vegas, so you know it's going to be a show. But I kind of get that sentiment just a little bit. It's like I can't quite put my finger on it, but I'm just not that interested. Now, I think you if you're a Saints fan, there's reason to be there because you've got two first-round picks, right? Of course. I do. I do think the you answered the question though. It, it's just not not the star power. You know, the Heisman Trophy winner is not here. National yeah. Championship winning quarterback, his nickname is the Mailman, and he's not here. You know, the the the, the best college quarterbacks last year, none of them are here, and and that drives all of this. Yeah. All right, so Borky, I asked the question before the break. Looking five years down the road, who are the best pros out of the guys that are projected to be first rounders? It, I got I got two names that I'm in love with. It's a cop out answer, but Evan Neal. Okay, I, I mean. I guess depending on where he goes. If he goes to the Panthers, that's not ideal, I suppose. But 
there's a reason Alabama players continue to get drafted as high as they are because they're NFL ready. Not so much quarterbacks, but every other position. I mean, he has been in the best program with the best coaching, the best strength and conditioning department, playing against the best players and dominating them in the college game. He, he's ready-made, and he'll be a pro for a long time. Yeah. Okay. You got another one? Olave. I think Olave's going in a really good spot. Now, it depends on how long. If he does go to Green Bay, for example, how long will Rodgers be there? But, I mean, we've seen it sometimes to his detriment. Rodgers will just target his best receiver over and over and over and over and over again. A knock on him is he doesn't distribute the football, but if you are a wide receiver playing for Aaron Rodgers and you're really good like Olave is, he's going to throw it to you. 15, 20 times a game, he's going to throw you the football. So uh, Olave in Green Bay, I think, would be a dream for Rodgers and a dream spot for him to go considering how much he's going to get the football. By the way, we had a couple of listeners that said, hey, so what was it five years ago, the 2017 draft? You know, who are the five best pros out of the 2017 first round? We'll do that in a, in a minute. Here are my two. Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame that's projected by almost everybody at either 12 or 13. I think he's ready. He's great at Notre Dame. He's got the body type, big safety. If he stays healthy, I think we look up five years from now and he's an all-pro. That's number one. And number two, I'll go wide receiver, but I'm going to go a different wide receiver than you did. Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. Love his game. He can line up on the outside. You can move him into the slot. You can move him around and do a lot of different things with him. Again, health obviously is part of the equation here. But I love Traylon Burks. And I think five years from now you're going to look up and you're going to go, man, this guy's been an impact player in the NFL. So those are my two. You want to send us yours? Feel free. All right, so 2017 draft, same same exercise, but going five years in reverse. You have this thing pulled up. It's crazy how how bad it is. Yeah, but there are a couple that are really stand out. I mean, like, it was Mahomes' this year. You can't forget that. You're right. Uh, Miles Garrett's been really, really good. He's had some drama surrounding him, but he's been outstanding. Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky at two, not so much. Already had a new team. Uh, Leonard Fournette at times, yes, but not consistently. Corey Davis, pretty good with the Titans mm-hmm. early on, not consistent. Jamal Adams, yep. Wait, is that not who am I thinking about? Jamal Adams has been good, right? It's been okay. He's good. He's fine. It was worth the pick, but he's on a new team. No, no, no. Who am I thinking about? Who's the corner for the Rams that I'm thinking about? Lockdown corner for the Rams. I'm drawing a blank, too. I'm such an idiot. Deshaun Watson was in that draft. Patrick Mahomes was in that draft. You could make the argument that the best pro out of the first round was the last pick of the first round. A guy by the name of T.J. Watt. I say last. He was the 30th pick. T.J. Watt at 30 has been great. Jalen Ramsey. 
You're listening to WFMN Four Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at the Ronnie's Tree Pros, six zero one three four five eighty nine FM. News. I'm Sal Grasso. President Biden's asking Congress for an additional $33 billion to help Ukraine defend against the Russian invasion. We need this bill to support Ukraine in this fight for freedom. And now our NATO allies, our EU partners, they're going to pay their fair share of the cost as well. But we have to do this. We have to do our part as well. He also wants new power to seize and repurpose the assets of Russian oligarchs. What's the plan when Title 42 rules end at the southern border? After Title 42 is lifted, non-citizens will be processed pursuant to Title 8, which provides that individuals who cross the border without legal authorization are processed for removal and, if unable to establish a legal basis to remain in the United States, promptly removed from the country. Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas testifying before the House Judiciary Committee today. America's listening to Fox News. At Bob Boyd Honda, we pride ourselves in getting our customers the best deals around. Usually that means when we're selling cars, but right now... Bob Boyd is in the market to buy! We're offering top dollar for pre on autos, trucks, and SUVs. Come by, talk to our dedicated team, and discover what a great time it is for Bob Boyd to buy back your used vehicle. Any make, any model. Whether you're selling or buying, at Bob Boyd Honda, you get a Deal. deal! For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves made a couple of moves on Wednesday that provide millions of dollars to Mississippi children in foster care. Firstly, the Republican governor signed off on House Bill 1313, which creates a scholarship fund solely for those 13 or older that have been placed in the legal custody of either the Mississippi Department of Child Protection Services or another qualified residential child agency. Secondly, Reeves announced that the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption would be expanding statewide. There are still too many Mississippi kids who need a loving family and a forever home, especially for those older teens who remain in foster care. But today, Mississippi will take another step to help those youths. I am proud to announce the expansion of the Dave Thomas Foundation's signature program, Wendy's Wonderful Kids, which focuses on finding adoptive homes for children within Mississippi's foster care system. To read the full story, head on over to supertalk.fm. People today could spend half their lives over 50, so it's important to keep your money protected as you get older. That's why AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud from con artists, so your money lives longer. During the month of April, they are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org ms. 
What is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation's Child Saver Program? Well, sadly, car accidents are the leading cause of death for children under five. Mississippi law requires children under the age of four to be protected by child passenger restraint devices and children under the age of seven in a booster seat. With the Child Saver Program, Farm Bureau provides members the chance to order car and booster seats at a discount. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. As the results from the 2022 legislative session roll in, Mississippi Department of Transportation Executive Director Brad White says it was a good session for MDOT. Uh, we are in financially probably one of the better positions we've been in. We'll have a budget of about $1.35 billion over the next year. And uh, with much comes much responsibility. So now we've got the responsibility of making sure we get the work done. Uh, unfortunately, we find ourselves at a time with the economy where I'm hopeful that, you know, this money is able to go to more use than just trying to cover the cost of inflation, material costs, fuel costs have gone up. And that's not just with us, but with the contractors that we have to use. Yeah. So projects are going to cost more. Uh, but the support that we receive from the legislature and the additional money from Congress will allow us to overcome those challenges and hopefully be able to get these projects out and to better serve the people of Mississippi. For more Mississippi news, go to supertalk.fm. People today could spend half their lives over 50. So it's important to keep your money protected as you get older. That's why AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud from con artists. So your money lives longer. During the month of April, they are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org slash ms. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on, Super Talk Mississippi. Check the stars. Are you ready? Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. Hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We will press pause on our draft conversation and visit with our buddy Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated. Great story yesterday. Ross joins us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. We're going to get into all this big, hairy, nasty, crazy stuff in college football. But first, Ross, I must ask you. About your uh, your time in North Georgia about three weeks ago, covering the Masters. Was that the first time you've covered the Masters? Uh, it was the first time I covered it as a as a reporter. I had uh, won the fan lottery actually in 2018 and was able to. Me and my dad were able to go for one round. We went for the Thursday round in 2018, but uh, I had never been other than that day. So uh, it was pretty cool to go all stay all week and cover the event. 
Hold on a second. You won tickets in the lottery to an actual round, not just a practice round? I'm not sure I've ever actually heard somebody that won actual round tickets. Yeah, yeah. It was, well, you know, you get the option, uh, at least when I did the lottery, I got the option to, uh, for practice, for four practice round tickets or two, right. uh, tournament round tickets. And I picked, you know, I picked both, like either or. Check all the boxes. Yeah, I ended up winning the uh, yeah the, the actual tournament round. Well, that's pretty awesome. So, what was it like covering it? Uh, anything you can do to kind of take us behind the scenes as to what that experience was like? Uh, I, it, it was yeah. I mean, it was it's hard to explain, right? It's hard to put into words. It was incredible. I mean, the the place is uh, everything um, everything that you kind of kind of hear about. Uh, it's just this majestic place where it feels like every blade of of grass is uh perfectly uh straight and beautifully green um it's it's really a, a wonderful a wonderful place and it's like going back in time too when you're on the course because there's no electronics of course and can't have your phone and you know there's a dollar fifty two dollars for a for a sandwich a pimento cheese sandwich or egg salad sandwich so it's a lot of turning the clock back as well so it's just really cool then overall and then to, to work in the press facility, which they're very secretive at Augusta, so you don't I don't know how much they spent, but the estimates are about forty fifty million dollars on this facility, and it's incredible. Yeah, it uh, it really is a uh, a neat setup. All right, uh, I want to get into your story from yesterday, but I want to actually ask you about a quote that was in your colleague Pat Forty's story earlier in the week. You've covered college football playoff expansion so much. You, you've covered the, the the work that has been done with Craig Sankey and and Jack Swarbrick and uh, and Bob Bowlesby and Craig Thompson for Swarbrick to come out when kind of asked about the um, the idea that Greg Sankey had kind of dragged Texas and Missouri to push for playoff expansion, and and the words where Swarbrick said that was complete BS, and Greg Sankey was a smart guy, but not even he is that Machiavellian. What did you make of that? Because I thought that was incredibly revealing and rare for a college football official and athletics director at that level to say something that blunt publicly. I think there probably is some or a lot of frustration behind that, uh, behind those comments, all of those comments from uh, from Jack Swarbrick. It, it was probably high time for a leading college football official like him to finally say something that uh, has been bubbling up within college, within the industry for a while now, and what we we kind of all have assumed is going to happen, and that's the split, you know, with the high, especially with NIL here and the collectives with uh, uh, the top 20, 30, 40 programs splitting off and, and running some kind of more professionalized type of uh, type of league. Uh, it, it feels like that. And then for him, I just think it's a lot of frustration in dealing with um, the CFP expansion process that failed, obviously, over the last year. I know just from talking to Jack that he's been very, um, very frustrated by it. Uh, he was one of the leaders in the subcommittee that uh, that created the the uh, 12-team expansion proposal, and it uh, seemed like it was well on the way last summer or so to um, to passing. And then, 
there were few few roadblocks, right? And all fall and then into the winter, it, it became clear this wasn't going to pass. And I think there's a lot of frustration. I think that's that's where it's coming from. So you wrote yesterday about this seismic shift that is potentially on the way uh, at the Division One level and kind of tied it into Mark Emmert's, air quotes, resignation uh, from the NCAA. There, there's so much to unpack here. We probably don't have time to do all of that uh, immediately. So of some of the things that you outlined, possibility of eliminating scholarship caps on sports, abolishing the limitation of number of coaches on the field, expanding direct payments to uh, to athletes directly from schools, changing the recruiting calendar, all of those things. What strikes you as most likely maybe the fastest? Or is anything going to happen fast? Well, they have a, the Transformation Committee has a deadline of August, but you know, I wrote it in there. It's been pretty made clear that, that, that they might be doing this in the two parts. And they're not going to have all of these concepts ready to go in August. Uh, I think you'll you'll see some of them, probably these that were that were I wrote about, because these are the furthest along. I would assume these are the furthest along since they are socializing them, uh, like they did this week in Dallas in a room full of about sixty, seventy athletic directors. They presented uh, all of this, all these concepts and ideas, which are somewhat radical, uh, and a lot of ads were stunned, but. That's where we're heading. We, we're, we're heading, and I wrote about it back in January from the uh, NCAA convention, we're heading for a deregulated, decentralized NCAA where legislative decisions, big legislative policy is going to be sent down to the conferences to decide. So if the conferences uh, want to have as many scholarships for baseball, for instance, as they want, uh, they can they can make that decision now. It's not some kind of wide ranging, uh, broad NCAA legislation. You know, Richard, I know you know there in the state of Mississippi how important college baseball is, and it's a good window into this issue. Eleven point seven scholarships for a roster of thirty five in baseball. Well, uh, the SEC and in the ACC and some other schools and conferences have fought for a while on expanding. That 11.7, but they were kind of held back, right, by the low resource schools who don't often, you know, uh, pour money into things like baseball. Some schools don't even have baseball, right? And so you're going to see conferences in schools maybe that, um, that kind of pour money into certain areas in sports. And you're going to, you're going to see a lot of conferences do different things because of finances. And that's where we get to the point where all of these things are only probably widening that gap. So, Ross, what's the approval process to get something like this done? Is there enough potential for, let's just use the SEC as an example, to say, okay, fine, if you don't approve this, we'll take our ball and go home. And, and that's kind of like the ultimate trump card. Or is there a different way to get some of this stuff re- uh, approved and and in a timely fashion. Well, it's a great question, and nobody really has the answer. Uh, I, I was asked how these things get approved, and I was told, "Well, that is quote murky." So, uh, <laughs> great. They don't even know really how this these new changes will be approved. I think the the thought, and I kind of wrote it in there. The the assumption 
is that they'll have to go through kind of normal legislative uh, path, which is a D1 council would 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 have to you know uh, take it up and vote on it, and then it would go from the D1 council to be approved by the board of governors. Um, yeah, so I think I think that's probably the steps that that have to happen, and I think you could see a lot of their concepts, maybe some of these happen in in august and be deregulated and then from there it's it's a big step for the for the conferences you know this is a lot like uh covid right you remember the covid regulations they the nca really had none they didn't do any covid regulations they did some guidelines and suggestions but each conference made their own covid type uh decisions and it's the same thing here we're just going to have that with pretty much everything nca wise it's going to be up to the conferences so i guess my ultimate question is are the the smaller schools who don't necessarily have the ability to fund some of these initiatives are they going to be able to put up a roadblock to slow do you have time to hang for another segment or do you need to run uh yeah i have time awesome we got music starting right now, so maybe 30 seconds, and then we'll come back to a couple more questions that I've got for you after the break. Do the small schools have the ability to put up a roadblock here, or are the big schools going to be able to railroad it through? No, uh, th- this is, uh, and th- that was the issue, right? The last, that's what's led us here, is that small schools have put up roadblocks for the big, powerful, rich schools who want to spend more of their money, and, right. and they've been handcuffed. Uh, in this situation, no. If the small schools put up roadblocks, Richard, and I wrote about this back in, in January from the convention, you can guess what will happen it is the Power Five threatening to just leave. There you go. All right, more with Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated after a quick timeout. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Other than the typical congestion downtown Jackson, 220, Interstate 20, and 55 all running smooth, if you see a traffic problem, be sure to call your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Thinking about a new car? Think Canon Nissan of Jackson. This is Dave Logan, General Manager. Our sales team is here for you six days a week with new Nissans arriving daily. Learn more at CanonNissanOfJackson.com. When the smoke clears, nobody beats the Canon deal. Nobody. Save now with Mississippi Aquarium's Family Fun Package. Save 15% on general admission tickets and food for the whole family. All packages include discounted tickets and a meal or snack from the Pelican Point Cafe. Choose the plan that works for you. Add some eats to your adventure with Mississippi Aquarium's Family Fun Packages. Online only. For more information, visit msaquarium.org. When you partner with R.J. Young for your business printing needs, you get the R.J. Young difference, superior service, in-house leasing option, and a we-make-it-right guarantee. Choose R.J. Young's HP A4 for your business's managed print services and supplies. Print with confidence and trust HP Original Supplies for consistent, uninterrupted printing. To learn more about our office equipment and technology, visit rjyoung.com slash printers. R.J. Young partners with the best printer manufacturers like HP to offer you the best technology solutions that power your business. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. 
At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. So far, we've invested over $3 million to support Mississippi communities. We also bring more than 30 years of experience partnering with state Medicaid programs throughout the country. This is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 4. In Richland. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. All right, let's jump back in. You can always join the show on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Ross Stellinger from Sports Illustrated, kind enough to give us a, a few more minutes this afternoon. Bunch of issues to unpack in uh, his story yesterday from Sports Illustrated. If you have not read it, uh, or read it, but uh, if you have not read it, I would encourage you to do so. There is a lot there. We talked a lot about uh, about a lot of it yesterday. Mark Emmert's resignation, firing, however you want to describe it. So with all of the uncertainty of what the NCAA is going forward, Ross, let's just start there. Is this an appealing job, and what is this job going to entail, president of the NCAA, in the coming years, well, that's that's the real question, right? You you um, you kind of hit on on the the better question is not who, uh, but what. Like, what is the job? Not who will who will be in in the job? Who will replace Mark Emmert? But what is the job? What is the NCAA? Right? I mean, um, you know, not to go too far back, but we've been the NCAA has been losing power. For two reasons, for 40 years since the 1980s, when when uh, conferences through a Supreme Court ru- ruling got control of their media rights and started making all the TV money, yep. uh, and in ever since then, through antitrust losses uh, in court, and in the again the, the media rights deal being stripped from them, the NCAA just continued to lose power and authority, and the pandemic plus the NIL stuff that's happened, um, has us in a has the NCAA in a situation where, you know, it's now purposely tra- purposely uh, transforming into a a less uh, an entity that is somewhat worthless, you know, in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, the the NCAA was always there to kind of um, monitor uh, the rules and enforce the rules that conferences got together in, in created and was there to, to put on championships. Um, 
And now it's it's losing authority, and the conferences are going to, like we said earlier, you know, going to start legislating things. So it just continues to lose power, and the conferences continue to gain power and gain money. So, it you know, it's just like you know, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey was asked yesterday at the CFP meetings in Dallas if he would be interested in in taking the job. And obviously, obviously, I think as a reporter, you have to ask that question to him. But it's laughable, right? It would be an incredible step down. The SEC is is way more powerful and will be, is going to be way more powerful than the NCAA. And you got to ask yourself this. How long even will the NCAA be around, be, be an entity? Well, and that's where I was going to go next. I mean, pretty pretty strong argument to be made that Greg Sankey is the most powerful man in college athletics in his current role, and he would cede a significant amount of that power if he were to entertain the idea of, of being the president of the NCAA, but again, it's like to to do what? I mean, I mean, is there any scenario where the NCAA's member institutions could give enough power to the right person at the head of that organization to try to kind of pull things back together, or is that just a an impossibility at that this point? Yeah, at this point, it's it's tough because, uh, like I said, I mean, you've got basically the NCA, you know, uh, monitors the three categories, and they're about to have one of those categories get sent down to the conference level or the legislation, and then you're gonna have another category, the enforcement, maybe the biggest mm-hmm. thing they do besides yeah. putting on championships, that might be pulled from them too. So it's like, uh, you know, you're president of the NCAA, well. Uh, so you're the president of an uh, an entity that just runs championships, you know. That's that's it. Uh, the conferences can put on championships, heck, you know. So I, I think you're we're we're heading to a place where the the NCA probably is is not uh, not going to exist anymore. It it might might not exist in eight years, twelve years, fifteen years. Um, and in what you might have will be probably like we discussed. Uh, on the last segment, uh, you know, there's going to be division and split probably. And, and you're, you're going to have to have somebody preside over those things. You know, if you have the top 30 schools go off and make some kind of, uh, professionalized, more professionalized like division, you'll have to have a leader there and that leader will have a lot of power. You know, it would be kind of like the CFP. Maybe the CFP takes over or something like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, the NCA is not, uh, the NCA presidency, I don't think, and you've already seen a few officials, uh, not just Greg Sankey, but um, Washington State's president, Kirk Schulz, come out and say, no, I don't want that. <laughs> and I think you're going to see a lot more of that. So a complicating factor in what you're talking about, whether it's 8, 10, 12, 15 years down the road with the NCAA kind of disintegrating in conferences, big schools kind of taking their power are the ever-present television contracts. And I think that's part of the reason that Jack Swarbrick in the story that Pat Forty wrote pointed to the mid-2030s as the time where maybe it kind of completely crumbles because over about a three-year window, uh, you'll have the SEC TV deal ending, you'll have the ACC TV deal finally ending, and the Big Ten may not do a deal that's going to take them. They, they've tended to do shorter television contracts than the SEC uh, has done as well. Is that the right time frame to be looking at, or is there a scenario where this thing blows up sooner rather than later? Well, I'll, I'll be honest. When I did see those comments from Jack, and like, like I said earlier, I, I think it, it's refreshing to to hear what's kind of been just 
said quietly in circles, no uh, said publicly by a such a, a, a high placed leader. Um, so it is refreshing, but at the same time, I think it's a little conservative. I think mid twenty thirties. I don't know. A lot of people we talk to within college athletics might say by twenty thirty that we would have some kind of divide or split. Uh, now it could be tricky because of TV contracts and getting out of TV deals and TV contracts. Uh, so that could be a problem. Um, but the way we're headed with NIL and the collectives and all the stuff going on, uh, it's just, and then the transformation, you add in that, right? You add the transfer portal stuff. It's, it's, it's all becoming geared toward the rich schools and the, and the power five, um, the top, the top of the power five. That, that's the thing. And for your audience in Mississippi uh, might be really interested in this is, is the transformation changes with the unlimited scholarships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Plus the NIL and the collectives, a lot of kind of industry insiders you talk to say that the, the split that needs to be discussed isn't necessarily group of five and power five, but it's the, the power five split, you know, between the two, it's the top 20 or 30. Um, and I had AD yesterday read that transformation story and say, you know, the, the, the number 30 through number 70 power five programs, which obviously Ole Miss and Mississippi state, I'm sure would, would fall in as far as resources and budget, they should be concerned, right? Those top okay. 25 or 30 are the ones that, um, this is all geared, geared around. They, they have the advantage. All right. I'm glad you brought that up because that's where I wanted to ask next, and, and we'll finish right here. So, so you say Mississippi State, Ole Miss might fall into that 30 through 70 category, and I I would agree with that in terms of success and cachet, et cetera. But Ole Miss and Mississippi State have both gotten to the point where their budgets are well over a hundred million dollars a year. And with the new money that's coming into the SEC, they're going to be closer to $150 million a year within a six- or seven-year time frame. Does that not get them firmly into that group, even though some people would say, oh, well, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, they don't necessarily belong in the top 30, just by nature of their relationship with the SEC and the amount of money they're going to be making? Well, it certainly it helps, right? I mean, to be in the if you're in the SEC and you're the Big Ten, you are you're in you're you're in good good position probably no matter what your your school specific institution and that's thirty schools right like. there if all thirty of them were to go I mean yep. you know maybe Northwestern right. Vanderbilt less interested in, I, who knows well and and you look at just budgets alone and I don't have it pulled up but you're right I mean Mississippi State and Ole Miss probably are in the top thirty five to forty I would guess maybe the top thirty in budgets. Uh, right now, uh, yeah. so yeah, I mean, you you certainly it helps being in the SEC or being in the Big Ten, and, and when you when you look at those two conferences and everybody else, you start to put together teams and how many teams um, how many teams outside of the SEC and Big Ten have a realistic chance of winning a national title? You know, with their resources and history, the, it's like three to five. You know, I mean, Clemson, USC, maybe Oregon. Um, and then you have trouble. You have trouble, Notre Dame. I mean, but then you have real trouble uh, trying to find some others. Uh, some might say Miami, but I mean, it's, it's a very small list. So combined, the Big Ten and the SEC will have, once Texas and Oklahoma get in, I mean, they'll realistically have 90% 
of the teams that um, that probably have the resources in history to win a national championship. I remember when the Texas OU news broke, and I went to the athletic budget list that USA yeah. Today does and and looked, and I want to say, you know, it, it, it's something like the SEC would have eleven of the top like fifteen budgets in in, a, in college sports. It's it's incredible. Yeah. It is incredible. Ross, as always, great reporting. Thanks so much for your time this afternoon. We uh, we always appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. All right, Richard. Thanks. Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated. Take a time out. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 82. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 56. Your finally Friday brings in mostly sunny conditions, high near 86. Friday evening, mostly clear, low around 62. And for your Saturday, a 20% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Big and go home during Miss Skelly's big home sale. The savings are big, up to $500 off. And the selection is too. Over $16 million of in-stock inventory. Plus, with 60 months financing, there's no down payment required. Instant gratification, endless possibilities. Take your new furniture, your big savings, and your down payment and go home. Go big during the big home sale. Only at Miss Skelly's. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, Walt Behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. Mississippi Forestry Association is pleased to offer in-person teachers conservation workshops this June and July. These hands-on conservation workshops feature field trips to sawmills, tree farms, and other natural resource sites and prepare educators to use the award-winning Project Learning Tree curriculum in their classrooms. Workshops are held in North, Central, and South Mississippi and offer CEU credits for Mississippi educators. For more information or to register, go to msforestry.net forward slash tcw. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Top Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves made a couple of moves on Wednesday that provide millions of dollars to Mississippi children in foster care. 
Firstly, the Republican governor signed off on House Bill 1313, which creates a scholarship fund solely for those 13 or older that have been placed in the legal custody of either the Mississippi Department of Child Protection Services or another qualified residential child agency. Secondly, Reeves announced that the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption would be expanding statewide. There are still too many Mississippi kids who need a loving family and a forever home, especially for those older teens who remain in foster care. But today, Mississippi will take another step to help those youths. I am proud to announce the expansion of the Dave Thomas Foundation's signature program, Wendy's Wonderful Kids, which focuses on finding adoptive homes for children within Mississippi's foster care system. To read the full story, head on over to supertalk.fm. My grandson wants to be a carpenter like me someday, but I'm the one learning when he's around. That's because he's part of the career and technical education program at his school. Construction isn't at all what it used to be. Has less to do with hammers and nails and a lot more with 3D imaging and math equations. No wonder they call it technical education. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad is out for the rest of this week. Good to be with you. What a great conversation on the ceasefire text line with Ross Dellinger. Or excuse, <laughs> I was, my, my brain was going faster than my mouth or my mouth faster than my brain. Uh, let me try that again. Great conversation with Ross Dellinger on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. You can join the conversation on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Let's talk about something we got on the text line, if you don't mind. Okay. Somebody from the 601, no name attached, that's okay. College baseball is more enjoyable with the 11.7 scholarships, is what is said on the text line. 
I saw that, and I would be open to hearing a little bit more about why you think that. Um, because here's the reality. Among the programs in the SEC, there are basically four that are operating on 11.7 scholarships. Three that are operating on, like, true 11.7. Mississippi State's probably operating more, maybe a little closer to 14, 15. And then you've got a team like Vanderbilt, who's probably operating more on, like, 24 to 26. And then LSU's able to game the system, and Florida's able to game the system. and whatever. So, so... Really, you got Ole Miss, Auburn, and Alabama, and Mississippi State to a slightly lesser degree that's operating on 11.7. So you got to help me out on why 11.7 makes college baseball more fun to watch. And your response is more good players are spread around. Spread around where? He uses the example of Coastal Carolina. They have not made the postseason since they won that national championship. They were a flash in the pan. That's not a championship-level program on an annual basis. They don't make the tournament. They just so happen to, to make that magical run where they won it, what, on like a Tuesday morning? Because the NCAA just does not care about making the baseball tournament accessible to as many people as possible. Yeah. And they've been completely irrelevant since. Yeah, I mean... Luckily, baseball's the ultimate sport of parity, right? I mean, in Major League Baseball, you've got teams with payrolls smaller than one player on the Yankees, and yet they outperform a lot of people. It. I do think that there is some degree of truth to the idea that smaller programs that are competitive nationally might get damaged. I mean, I wonder if it would hurt Southern Miss, not because they wouldn't be able to afford to add scholarships. I think they're one of the few group of fives that actually would, if they were given the opportunity to increase their scholarship number, would do it, no questions asked. Yeah, I agree with that. But... Because of scholarship limitations, there are players that Ole Miss and Mississippi State don't take. Would they take those guys now limiting the pool for Southern Miss? I don't know. Um, I would make the argument that more full scholarships, or you know whatever the number is, 25 or 35 or 30 or 22, whatever it is, would actually be good for the game. Because you would make... The cost of going to college, when you've got 11.7 scholarships, basically nobody is on a full, like a true full scholarship the way a football player is. And so I think you would have more high school baseball players who see what the facilities are like and who see what the the support is like and who see what the, the benefits are like to playing college baseball if they could afford to do it. Yeah. But you got a ton that can't afford to say, if you want to use a private school, let's use TCU as an example. 
would love to go to TCU and play baseball. It's $60,000 a year. And so I can't afford to go to TCU. So I'll just go ahead and go to the draft. Make good grief. I mean, out-of-state tuition at Ole Miss is 16000 a year. Try to go to Georgia from not Georgia. 50000 a year. Florida, I've heard, is up there. I didn't look into it, but <laughs> I looked at Georgia for about 10 minutes when we found out what out-of-state tuition would cost to go to Georgia. And my dad laughed, and that was the end of that. (laughs) I mean, if I was a baseball player, which I was never good enough to be one at a high level, Georgia would not have been an option for us. I got a message from a a friend on the text line. You've heard a lot about the need to diversify baseball. There's an opportunity. If college scholarships are available to more high school baseball players and that is an opportunity or a path, then you got a chance to get more minorities playing baseball as well. Uh, two things. First, I'm with you completely. Somebody asked us about Title IX. I, I assume without being a legal expert, maybe we should get Ashley in here, that if they give the conferences the autonomy to raise their scholarship limit for sports like baseball, the law would require them to add the same number of scholarships for women's sports. Now, softball would help some because softball is not a full scholarship sport. So if you add in baseball, you add in softball. If they're equal, no problem. But if you add more for baseball then, yes, you would have to add more scholarships for women's sports, whether you add a sport like gymnastics or swimming and diving or whatever. And my thought is good. More opportunities for young people to get college paid for sounds pretty good to me. And second, more selfishly, honestly, I don't care if raising the scholarship limit would reduce some parity in college baseball. Because I think if we're all being honest with ourselves, with the few exceptions... Most people listening to this right now aren't watching college baseball like they do college football. They watch their team. Sometimes they'll check out other SEC teams, but they're not really excited to get home on a Tuesday night to watch Dallas Baptist and Texas State like we do college football. We're fans of our team's not necessarily the sport as a whole. So if increasing the scholarship limit makes our teams more equipped to more regularly compete for and win championships, I don't care if it harms parity in college baseball the way I do football. I just want our teams to win. That's all I want in baseball. We've gotten two or three questions saying, okay, why is it that baseball doesn't have full scholarships? So here's the, the, the short of it. You have two categories of sports scholarship at the Division One level. You have headcount sports and you have equivalency sports. Headcount sports are football, men's and women's basketball, and then some others, where every player get it, gets a full scholarship. 
you have 15 basketball scholarships, or maybe it's 12 basketball, I can't remember if it's 12 or 15, and 15 women's basketball scholarships. Football has its 85 scholarships. But then you have other sports that are equivalency sports in which you are balancing out the scholarship number, male athlete to female athlete, so that you get more equal. My longtime argument about this has been, and continues to be, and I think it makes a lot of sense, and I haven't had anybody tell me why exactly this wouldn't work, is that we all take a rational look at college athletics today and recognize that football carries the water for everybody. Football generates the most revenue. It supports all of the other sports. And so let's simplify the Title IX balancing equation, the equivalency equation. Let's pull football out of the equation. Let those 85 scholarships sit to the side all by themselves and say we will fully fund 85 football scholarships because they pay for everybody else. And then... After those 85 scholarships are set aside, you go one for one male to female scholarships across all other sports. If baseball gets 20 scholarships, softball gets scholarships. If men's basketball gets 12, women's basketball gets 12. If men's golf gets six, women's golf gets six, and tennis and cross country and track and field and so on and so on. To me, that's a solution that makes a lot of sense. But nobody's really asking for my opinion. Sports Talk Mississippi will wrap up the 4 o'clock hour with you next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Other than the typical congestion downtown Jackson, 220, Interstate 20, and 55 all running smooth, if you see a traffic problem, be sure to call your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. The problem is you're a dude. I mean, diamonds, they're not our thing, right? But now you need a diamond engagement ring because she is the one. She is everything. Congratulations. You've already done the hardest part. You found her. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company. We'll share with you all the secrets of the diamond business, the cutting, the grading, and make you a diamond expert. And then we'll get you hands-on with Mississippi's most beautiful diamonds, every shape, size, and price range. We are Mississippi's direct diamond importers with 10 times the diamond selection of average jewelry stores. So whatever your budget, we'll make it easy. And guys, remember, you can't buy a better quality diamond at a lower price anywhere in Mississippi. That's the Juniker Jewelry Money Back Diamond Guarantee. Hey, you already done the hardest part. You found her. Juniker Jewelry Company. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. One Mississippi to Mississippi, <laughs> there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, 
It takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank. In your corner, member FDIC. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Thinking about a new car? Think Cannon Nissan of Jackson. This is Dave Logan, General Manager. Our sales team is here for you six days a week with new Nissans arriving daily. And we have an outstanding parts and service department ready to keep your vehicle in top shape. And no appointment is needed. At Cannon Nissan of Jackson, there's no market pricing. You pay the price on the sticker and there's always great Nissan incentives. See their inventory at CannonNissanOfJackson.com. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Hello to all you sheriffs and jail administrators. Mississippi Industries for the Blind can help with your jail's cleaning chemicals and inmate supplies. MIB offers products that are safe to the officers as well as the inmates. Our budget-friendly Correct Pack products have been used in Mississippi prisons for over 20 years. MIB also offers jail mats, linens, and personal hygiene items. So if your facility needs good, safe products, reach out to MIB today at sales at msblind.com. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi, now. Now. SEC baseball weekend starts tonight. Not nearly the focus that we had on it uh, as a week ago today when Mississippi State and Ole Miss were beginning their series on a Thursday. Uh, A little bit different this weekend. There is one really interesting series that starts tonight on this Thursday, and that is um, in Nashville, number 21 Texas A&M, number 6 Vanderbilt. That's tonight on ESPNU at 6 o'clock. You've also got Alabama at South Carolina. I mentioned earlier in the week, and Borky, I think this is going to be true throughout the rest of the way because of how close they are in the standings and what South Carolina did in winning two out of three against Ole Miss. If you are an Ole Miss fan, anybody that South Carolina plays from here on out, you're cheering for. You're cheering for South Carolina's opponent for the rest of the way. Because that helps Ole Miss. You don't want to finish in a tie with South Carolina for the last spot in the SEC tournament because you lose out in that tiebreaker scenario. Well, and, and don't lose the series to Missouri here coming up soon. That is also true. 
That is absolutely true. Mississippi State this weekend will go with the same pitching rotation. Brandon Smith, game one. Preston Johnson, game two. Cade Smith, game three. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Missouri. Missouri will go with uh, freshman left-hander Tony Newbeck in game one tomorrow night. Spencer Miles will throw game two on Saturday. Missouri has not announced its game three starter. Ole Miss, same rotation that they had last weekend. Dylan DeLucia in game one. Hunter Elliott in game two. Derek Diamond in game three. A huge challenge this weekend for Ole Miss. 6.30 tomorrow night, SEC Network Plus. Saturday, 7 o'clock on ESPN2. Well, you think Baumwalker Stadium is going to be rocking on Saturday night at 7 o'clock for Ole Miss and Arkansas? And then Sunday at noon, Arkansas goes with Connor Noland in Game 1, the freshman left-hander Hagen Smith in Game 2, and sophomore right-hander Jackson Wiggins in Game 3. Jackson Wiggins is a guy that Ole Miss has had some success against. Uh, they beat him up a little bit last year in uh, in Oxford. So those are the uh, the series involving the uh, teams from the Magnolia State this weekend. Auburn is at Tennessee. That's a big series in the SEC. Georgia is at LSU. That one is uh, kind of a big deal. Uh, Kentucky at Florida. That is critical for the Florida Gators, who are currently six and twelve in the SEC. We do get some uh, some news on Auger today. He will be the third. Mississippi State pitcher to acquire Tommy John this season. Uh, still awaiting official word on a fourth possible injured pitcher. I'll say this. If Mississippi State finds a way to overcome this and make the College World Series, the water in Starkville needs to be tested. <laughs> Is there something there, special in there? It, there's huh? something in that water that we need to bottle up and, and give to, like maybe it's uh, like the key to curing cancer or something. It's, it's yeah. just insane. If, if they can overcome this and make a run, then there's something in the water. Because I mean, imagine losing four pitchers and still coming close to matching expectations. It's so hard to overcome this. And if they do, it's just mind-blowing stuff. The, the fourth pitcher you mentioned is Parker Stinnett. I, I said, I guess it was Tuesday on the show that I am led to believe that he does not have an arm injury. Now, I suppose that could be wrong. Very little injury information comes out of Starkville, any of the programs. Um, Chris Lamonis shoots straight enough with us. They just, uh, until they've got finality, like if there's a season-ending injury, they've gotten to the point where they will announce it after a couple of weeks. But a guy that's just out for a while and they're trying to get back, never really got any information on Casey Hunt while he was out. Not really getting any information on Parker Stinnett, but everything I've been told is that that is not an arm-related injury, that it's a back-related injury. So hopefully that is the case, that there's a pulled muscle or soreness or stiffness or whatever it is, that will work itself out, especially now that the weather's a little bit warmer and he will be able to come back and hopefully help Mississippi State and give them a little bit of depth. But it is a I – mean, you, you, you saw it last weekend – Mississippi State had some guys step up on the mound last weekend. Their starters pitched better yeah, and got them deep enough into games. The The concern for Mississippi State, right, is if you have a starter that gets knocked out in the second inning, especially if that happens in game one. 
Yeah, it, it's, they they have it's such a difficult ask too. But all three guys that start games for them this weekend have to go deep into the game, or else you're just at such a disadvantage. Maybe not this weekend, but down the stretch, if you can't, I mean, just you're so limited on options. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a tightrope, right? I mean, that's what Mississippi State's kind of got to walk that tightrope right now in terms of maybe guys have to go a little longer than you want them to, not in terms of pitches, but maybe kind of in an uncomfortable situation. you got to weather a storm and hope the offense can be good enough. Offense has been pretty good at times. Looking for some consistency there as well. 5 o'clock hour coming up. We'll lead with the college football fix with you. When we come back in the Pearl River Resort studios, visit PearlRiverResort.com, the home of the sportsbook at Time Out Lounge. Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at the Rollies Tree Pros, online at TheRollieStreePros.com. I'm Sal Grasso. President Biden's asking Congress for another $33 billion to help Ukraine fend off the Russian invasion. It's going to keep weapons and ammunition flowing without interruption to the brave Ukrainian fighters. Russian attacks reported across a wide area of Ukraine today, bombing Kiev during a visit by the head of the United Nations. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin is appealing his murder conviction in the killing of George Floyd. The jury was intimidated by violent protests in Minneapolis and prejudiced by excessive pretrial publicity, including a $27 million settlement between the city of Minneapolis and George Floyd's family during jury selection. Those, some of a number of Derek Chauvin's arguments. That's Fox's Jeff Manasso. Chauvin was sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. A bill that gives raises to all statewide elected officials will become law without the governor's signature. Most of them have not received a pay raise for a long time. You know, we can argue about the amount of the pay raise, whether it was adequate or whether it was too much. But the simple truth is they were probably making up for the fact that for 20 years there hadn't been any pay raises. The newly approved raises will go into effect in 2024. The increases in pay account for roughly $370,000 of the state's budget, with raises up to $60,000 to the state auditor and insurance commissioner's annual salary. To learn more about the increases in pay, log on to supertalk.fm. 27 tornadoes swept through Mississippi on March 22nd, injuring three people. 
Mississippi is requesting individual assistance for families in the counties hit hardest, Clay, Hines, Holmes, and Kemper. 68 homes in those counties were either destroyed or sustained major damages. President Biden will have to approve the request for federal assistance to be made available. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time. So you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage. Massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro, count on it. Visit Toro.com slash Zero Turn to find yours. Want a scratch-off game with great odds and great prizes? Try Mega Money, the new $20 game from the Mississippi Lottery. Mega Money is packed with fun and loaded with prizes starting at $40, plus the best odds ever to win $500. Mega Money even has 10 top prizes of $100,000. Play Mega Money by the Mississippi Lottery today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Most Americans have been exposed to the virus that causes COVID at some point during the pandemic, whether they showed symptoms or not. Jonathan Seri has more. The CDC has published a study that found nearly 60% of the U.S. population carries antibodies to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. The numbers are even higher for younger people, 75% of Americans under the age of 18, as opposed to only 33% of seniors 65 and older. Federal health officers believe that's because older Americans have higher rates of infection and are more likely to take other precautions against infection. On April 18th, Governor Tate Reeves signed Senate Bill 2338 into law, which now requires Mississippi Department of Human Services investigators to report any fraud at DHS to the state auditor's office. The bill, authored by State Auditor Shad White, comes as Nancy and Zach New plead guilty to fraudulently handling millions of Mississippi welfare dollars from DHS. White applauded Reeves' approval of the bill, saying that Reeves knew it was a common-sense idea. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a with a good team and a good uh, result from from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz, and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat. So if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. People today could spend half their lives over 50. So it's important to keep your money protected as you get older. That's why AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud from con artists. So your money lives longer. During the month of April, they are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with the telephone, town hall, and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org slash ms. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super talk, Mississippi. Alright, 
Five o'clock hour with you Thursday afternoon. Richard Cross, Michael Borky. Hey, that out for the rest of the week. Thanks for being with us in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Time Out Lounge. You can be part of the conversation on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. For that matter, if you have a baseball question for Eric Sorensen from D1 Baseball, you can uh, you can shoot it to us on the C Spire text line, and we will try to work that in right now. Eric joins us into, uh, for what has turned into most weekly visit. Most weeks, he joins us at some point along the way, maybe every other week. Always good to catch up, my friend. It was good to see you in uh, in Oxford on Thursday night for game one of Mississippi State and Ole Miss. It was hard to believe that it had been almost 10 years since uh, you'd been back to Mississippi for a game. That's true. That's true, Rich. Great hanging with you and the lovely wife and kids. And yeah, it was, uh, it was it was a great atmosphere. I, I think we were talking at the time. It was it was a great atmosphere. I always you know loved going to games at Ole Miss, uh, the energy and everything. But it's just kind of weird that it took place between two teams that didn't have a lot riding on it at the time. I, I, I that might change, I guess, in the weeks ahead. But still, great t- place to take in a ball game, man. It was a lot of fun. So the game you saw on Thursday night, Ole Miss won. Mississippi State able to come back and get the back two in the series. So it's two yeah. weekends in a row where they win a series. Uh, a good home series win against Arkansas last week, uh, two weeks ago. They win against Ole Miss two out of three last weekend. This weekend they go to Missouri, and Mississippi State has kind of played it uh, played itself into a spot where they got a chance, but the margin for error is just minuscule. Yeah, yeah, and and, and they're going to be playing some pretty good teams. I mean, I, I think everybody will agree that the. Ole Miss. I'm sorry. The uh, the Missouri series is a, is one that's winnable, maybe even sweepable. That's hard. You can't predict to do that on the road in the SEC, no matter where it is. But those are winnable games. And but after that, it's it just gets tough. Florida, who's kind of playing for their lives because their SEC mark isn't all that crash hot right now. And Texas A and M, speaking of a team that's hot, they seem to be really uh, really heating up. And Tennessee at the end. So those are really tough teams they got coming up. Uh, it's going to be a real struggle. Because their RPI is not where it needs to be to to get an at large consideration. Obviously, right now, if the season ended now, but I guess that's kind of the way of the SEC. It gives you a chance no matter where you're at in the season, and it can also bury you if you don't play your best baseball. Um, and and uh, Mississippi State's kind of got that uh, crossroads ahead of them. Eric, for several years now, on Mondays during baseball season, we talk with with all three head coaches in Mississippi, with Mike Bianco from Ole Miss, with Chris Lamonis from Mississippi State, and with, with Scott Berry from Southern Miss. And so yeah. we are pretty locked in on, on what's happening in Hattiesburg with this Southern Miss team. But the Golden Eagles have kind of forced themselves for the entire country that follows college baseball to take note as they've climbed to number four in the D1 baseball Top 25, they're a top 10 RPI team. They're projected not only to be a host, but to perhaps be a national seed yeah. What do you see when you look at this Southern Miss team? Oh, man, it's all ahead of them. You're right. They have all these possibilities. Um, and it was great. I, I, I got a chance to see them on Tuesday night at Southeast Louisiana. I Granted, it was just a, a midweek game, but I just kind of just wanted to see what the team was like and what they looked like and talk to Coach Barry afterwards. And, and he was a real confident guy. He really likes this team. I, I think the thing – that I, one of the things was I asked him, I said, how is this team doing as far as like, you know, all those accolades you just brought up being number four in the country, you know, being a possible national seed even, which is great. And I said, how are they reacting to that as far as, you know, pressure wise? Are they thinking about it? Is it something that's ever addressed? 
And he said, he said, no, the way this team is, I mean, it's hard to avoid these things, you obviously, but the way this team is, the way they play, they play for each other. There's, he said, there's just no selfishness on that team whatsoever. And that's what he really likes about his uh, Eagles teams. He says, that's what he thinks is going to keep this team going. It's just, you know, playing hard, hustling, being humble and playing together. He, he said, one of the things Coach Barry said was, you know, you, I've seen teams that have just all-star players all up and down the lineup or guys that are going to be drafted up high and everything. And if they just don't have that cohesion, if they don't have that unity, it that that is what helps a lot of teams get through. And sometimes those all-star teams that have all these great players just don't pull through because they don't have that kind of unity. And he likes, he just likes the makeup of his team. And, uh, I think that's one thing that's going to help them moving forward. Now, I mean, the rest of their schedule is not, not great as far as uh, going for RPI, but they're, they're not, it's not bad either. They're not playing a lot of teams of the two hundreds of the RPI. So I think, uh, yeah. Southern Miss, I mean, just looking at them, they, they passed the look. I mean, they, they passed the eye test. They, they look like a guy with, like a team with a lot of guys that are just athletic looking. And, uh, and I think that's, uh, so we'll see how it goes. Their, their pitching's been great. I mean, Rich, I could go on about these guys. Their pitching's been great. They've barely walked over a hundred guys this year. And, you know, we're 40 games in. So they really don't beat themselves. And I think that's one thing Coach Barry really likes about this team. Yeah. That, that strikeout to walk ratio of like four and a half to one is just kind of off the charts. Hey, I'm curious. Did, did you yeah. and Coach Barry both take your hats off and just kind of find some common ground? <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have that. We do have that similar hairstyle. I, I accused him of stealing it from me, but, uh, no, you know, he, he's, uh, he looks good. He's very, very aerodynamic. Both of us. Kevin in Ponatox says, I got a question for Eric. Do you think that the committee would l- allow a 13 SEC win Mississippi State team in because of their status as reigning national champs to try and defend their title? I think the first thing I'd have to say is, where the hell is Ponatox? Um, Ponatox is no. uh, about 25 miles east of Oxford. Okay, gotcha. Hell, I probably drew, uh, drove through there then on my way on this trip I had. Um, now, I, I, it's, you kind of hear it all the time um, from like the, the the chairman of the NCA selection committee. They'll talk about you know when they ask him questions at the end of the selection show, and a lot of times they'll say you know no, it's it's not about the name across the front of your jersey. I mean, we take everybody you know on their merits on what they did on the field, and and so if that's the case. Yeah, but do you I, believe I think, him when he says that? I used to not. Um, in back in the old days, I used to not believe him. Maybe I. I don't think I do. I mean, I think I do believe him now more than they more than uh, they used to be back in the early two thousands. Um, so yes, I'll answer it that way. I think I believe them now more so than it was fifteen or twenty years ago. So yeah, uh, Mississippi State's got to get some stuff going on the field. That eighty RPI is just like a bad ward on the nose, man. They got to they got to get rid of that and make it better. So no, I don't think they're going to be given any quarter if uh, if they come up short here during in the regular down the stretch here in the regular season. What do you think the must have number in terms of SEC wins is where RPI becomes irrelevant? Fifteen? Yeah, I I think. Well, if we look at like LSU last year, didn't they have thirteen wins or something like that, and they still got in? 
I think some of that had to do with uh, <laughs> with pulmonary retiring. That's my personal feelings on that. But yeah, I, I would I would like to see them get to fifteen. I I think we've talked in the past a million times about it. Rich is I I I think they should have a thing if you don't have a winning record in conference or at least five hundred. You know, sorry, you got to get kicked to the curb. But in this case, I would still think uh, Mississippi State would need. I would say fifteen. Yeah, I would be looking at that um, as their minimum. Hey, what do you make of the uh, of the Texas A and M Vanderbilt series this weekend? That's in Nashville. Vanderbilt's been yeah. just okay. Chris McIlvain, their starter tonight, has been outstanding. A and M, it feels yeah. like playing better than anybody thought they were going to play. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, Rich, they're really kicking it up because you know early in the season. They go and they lose two out of three to Penn, an Ivy League team that hasn't even part, hardly played baseball in two years. So I think they kind of got put on the shelf really early, and I, I, I think that was part of the problem. They, they just had to play through that. I mean, they didn't look great until, like, you know, now, SEC play. SEC play, they're really starting to pick it up, and I think they're just kind of getting used to Jim Schossnagel and the new staff and everybody kind of gelling together, and they're kind of doing it at the right time. And I think that was a great thing that you said, though. It's like Vanderbilt's good. They're, uh, what is it, 28 and 11 I'm looking here. They're good. They're just like normal, um, but in some ways. But in other ways, you're right. They they don't look like they're dominant. They don't look like they're – they do look beatable um, just about yeah, any just day okay. out. Yeah, and so by Vanderbilt standards, that's kind of bad for them because they've been so great over the last few years. So, yeah, I think – well, the other thing you have to take into consideration, Rich, is it's – and we talk about this all the time on your show, is, is going on the road in the SEC, going on the – we talked about it with the Missouri hosting Mississippi State. Mississippi State's going to be up against it. Texas A&M's going to be up against it. tough places to play. You just got that natural – you know, those natural home, advan- home field advantages in the SEC. It's always tough to win on the road. But I do like the way – that A&M is playing uh, just recently. I mean, you know, you went two out of three against Arkansas. You went two out of three against, what was it before? Uh, Georgia, I guess it was before. That's impressive. I mean, they're starting to heat up at the right time. And, and uh, even though they hadn't swept them, these are still very good, solid, uh, solid wins for them. And so I'd, I'd give them a puncher's chance at Vanderbilt because they kind of be hit. They're, they're, they're on an uptick. And this is the time of year when you want to start getting the, your feet under you like that and getting momentum. Other marquee series this weekend, Auburn at Tennessee. That's a top 25 matchup. I wish we had time to get into it. But unfortunately, the commercials will begin whether we stop talking or not. Eric, thanks as always for your time. Great visiting with you. That's Eric Sorensen from D1Baseball.com. Joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We will be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Other than the typical congestion downtown Jackson, 220, Interstate 20, and 55 all running smooth, if you see a traffic problem, be sure to call your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. 
Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Come out to Mississippi Makers Fest on May 7th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the two Mississippi museums in downtown Jackson. Enjoy live music from the North Mississippi All-Stars and a huge lineup of bands plus art and food from over 50 makers. The World of Marty Stewart exhibit will also open at the museums the same day featuring artifacts from Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton, Marty Stewart himself, and more. Mississippi Makers Fest is sponsored by Southern Beverage Company. And the World of Marty Stewart is sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. For more info, visit mdah.ms.gov. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, Lurk the Leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit LoseTheLeak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Mississippi Forestry Association is pleased to offer in-person teachers conservation workshops this June and July. These hands-on conservation workshops feature field trips to sawmills, tree farms, and other natural resource sites and prepare educators to use the award-winning Project Learning Tree curriculum in their classrooms. Workshops are held in North, Central, and South Mississippi and offer CEU credits for Mississippi educators. For more information or to register, go to msforestry.net forward slash TCW. Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Hey, it's go time. Sports Talk Mississippi. Well, say something. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi back with you. Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. King Biscuit says Eric made a rear end of himself. I guess that was with the where in the heck is Pontotoc reference. I don't think he meant that ugly. Eric Sorensen does not have a mean bone in his body. Just telling you, King Biscuit. So uh, I don't think any offense should be taken there. Uh, another message. Some people deserve two segments. Why rush it? Kendall Rogers should have an entire hour. Sorensen, 30 minutes. Worky, we, we agree, right? Yeah, it's, you know. It's kind of a big ask. It's a lot to ask. You know, these guys have, have their own livings they've got to make, right? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, why no question about Ole Miss? Sounds like you have given up. 
This same texture, if you would have asked about Old Miss, would have been mad because they stink. Why are you asking about Old Miss? Oh, okay. Just history goes to show. Yeah, fair enough. The text messages don't show up and disappear. Some of you need to understand that. Uh, Richard, I told Haydad this story one day you were off, but uh, um, haven't told you yet. Uh, A few months ago, I was at uh, a local park with my son. And this guy kept looking at me funny and looking at me funny. And finally, it was time to go, and James and I are walking out, and he, he catches up to me and says, Hey, are you Michael Borky? I said, yes, I am. He goes, man, I love the show. Listen every day. It's awesome. Come that Monday, you were off, and he texts the show and says, hey, that was me that you saw at the park. Really great to meet you. Love the show. A few text messages up. There are expletives in my direction. (laughs) He was cussing me like three messages before that, but it was great to see me and great to meet me, and he loves the show. Yeah, well. We can see what you've sent in the past. I appreciate him, though. I really do. It Look, if you're around and you're going to cuss me, but you're going to hang around, it's fine, as long as you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said, is you guys, uh, have you talked about who's playing in right field for the Braves tonight? I was like, no, who you got? And then I was like, oh, wait, yeah. Ronald Acuna Jr. back tonight for the Bravos. Yeah. I don't know what the TV number will be like tonight. A lot of other stuff going on. This is a pretty incredible night. All of the Hawks are done, so maybe the Atlanta sports fans will focus in on uh, Braves baseball. And they'd probably be looking for any reason to not watch their team make a bad pick in the draft. Maybe. Maybe. The mock that we were looking at earlier had Thibodeau going to Atlanta. That's fascinating. Uh, Whether or not it's true, I guess it doesn't matter, but, but... there's a lot of talk about him in particular. Work ethic, off-the-field stuff, whatever it may be, that is scaring some people. But he's yeah. the type where physical tools are just so otherworldly that he won't fall far. What's a good current comp for him? I mean, is, is Miles Garrett a good comp? You would think so. Is Thibodeau more athletic? Garrett was better in college. Right. Tipton didn't play a ton either, though. No. Mm-mm. Some injuries, some opt-out, some whatnot. All right. Brian says Arkansas is not playing great. Ole Miss could sneak up on them this weekend. They could. Arkansas is generally really good at home. Let's see. The Razorbacks this year are 25-3 and at home. And it's warmed up, and the weather's going to be nice this weekend, and they're playing at night on Saturday. I'm not saying that Ole Miss can't go in and win a game or two, but they have absolutely got their work cut out for them. Yeah. Huge challenge. Never say something's over, ever, because until the final whistle, if you will, I know there's no whistles in baseball, blows it's not over I feel like though if it, it, you know if they go up there even if they lose a series but if they go up there and happen to lose three games we should start looking at the football team e- even in early May because you can stick a fork in baseball yeah 
they got to get one this weekend. Got to. Ole Miss has got to win a game at Arkansas. If you win a game, you come back home for a series, maybe, you know, you just... Look, I mean, th- this thing is about just piling up whatever you can, trying to get to the SEC tournament. You know, if you get to the SEC tournament with 12 or 13 wins, maybe you can, you know, maybe you can... Play your way to Saturday in Hoover because you got some teams that don't care and you got some history there and some good mojo there. Who knows? It's just really unlikely. Mm-hmm. We get another message. I'm ready to look at football regardless. Thank you. Hey, when in doubt, talk football. That's something I learned a, a long time ago. Um, that that day may be coming soon. It it, it may. Jeremy in Caledonia wants to know if the cussing text park guy could have been your mailman, Porky. No, no, not my mailman. I, I know I recognize my mailman. Although he got fired or something. He's not oh? he's not running mail in my neighborhood. Maybe anymore. it's just a different route. Let's hope he didn't lose his job. Yeah, and I, I did not file a complaint. I didn't tell anybody about it. I just accepted the fact that he almost killed me and moved on with my day, but he's not the mailman anymore. It's incredible how people remember stories like that. I mean, that was three years ago. ago. Three, four years ago. Yeah. What scenario does Mike Bianco keep his job, and what is his buyout? I don't know what his buyout is. So what, there's two years or three years left on the deal? I've heard it's just over two. Okay. But I don't know if that's just what what I heard. It says... About two million bucks. First part of the question, what scenario does Mike Bianco keep his job? Omaha? Tell me if this is crazy. Game three of a Super Regional makes it not black and white. No, I mean, yes, you're you're right. That's not crazy. It becomes not black and white there. But, I mean, you're... You're kind of doing some pie in the sky stuff here, and and that was kind of a flippant answer I gave you from with regard to Omaha. I mean, the scenario where Mike Bianco keeps his job is over these final twelve games in the league. Ole Miss goes nine and three to get to fifteen and fifteen, and they win a regional, and they get a super regional. And they get to Omaha? I mean, I'm just shooting straight with you. I I don't see the path at this point. And I'm sad to say that on a lot of levels. You you asked the question, what's the scenario where Mike Bianco keeps his job? I mean, I don't think it was as cut and dried as you get to Omaha this year or you lose your job going into the season. Yeah, it wasn't the same feel as basketball. But I think with the way the season has unfolded and where Ole Miss sits right now in conference play, what's left in front of them, the path, I kind of think that's, at this point, probably the only scenario. Yeah. Really not, not much... I'm not dismissing the conversations. We're going to have to have it. It's going to come, and, and we'll have it. We've done it before. We'll do it again. But there's no – I don't think there's a debate 
I think what you're saying is accurate. Because there are going to be people that are going to like want to argue sides or whatever. I, I don't think you have to. I think that's kind of wasted energy. I, I don't... I guess what I'm saying is I don't think you have to worry about like pressuring your athletic department to move on the way you had to do for football when Lane Kiffin was ultimately hired. That kind of stuff's not going to have to happen here. Same thing in basketball after this coming season. You're not going to have to send emails and all that stuff and pressure and do all the things that happened to hopefully inspire a decision. I don't think it's necessary here. Somebody says, uh, will Mike Bianco still coach Team USA if he loses his job at Ole Miss? Yeah, he will. Those things aren't related. I mean, there's so much planning that goes into that. I mean, there's no undoing of that. And he deserves it, right? I mean, it, Mike Bianco has been a really successful college baseball coach, and he has worked his way through the USA baseball program as an assistant coach and has kind of paid his dues and that's a huge honor. That, that's not something that, that goes away. Um, somebody says, I heard through the grapevine that Carter is not going to fire Bianco this year. It's a fairly close source. You got bad sources. I'm sorry. The, the, hold, on, hold on. Let me back up. There is no scenario where Keith Carter has said to anyone what he is or is not definitively going to do as it pertains to Mike Bianco. I know for a fact that Keith Carter's not saying that. Definitively, one way or the other, at this point in the season. We'll be right back. I love you. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 82. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 56. Your finally Friday brings in mostly sunny conditions, high near 86. Friday evening, mostly clear, low around 62. And for your Saturday, a 20% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they all are. 
was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. A bill that gives raises to all statewide elected officials will become law without the governor's signature. Most of them have not received a pay raise for a long time. You know, we can argue about the amount of the pay raise, whether it was adequate or whether it was too much. But the simple truth is they were probably making up for the fact that for 20 years there hadn't been any pay raises. The newly approved raises will go into effect in 2024. The increases in pay account for roughly $370,000 of the state's budget, with raises up to $60,000 to the state auditor and insurance commissioner's annual salary. To learn more about the increases in pay, log on to supertalk.fm. 27 tornadoes swept through Mississippi on March 22nd, injuring three people. Mississippi is requesting individual assistance for families in the counties hit hardest, Clay, Hines, Holmes, and Kemper. 68 homes in those counties were either destroyed or sustained major damages. President Biden will have to approve the request for federal assistance to be made available. The Huntington's Disease Society of America's South Region will be hosting the inaugural Mississippi Team Hope Walk on Saturday, May 21st at 9 a.m. at Lakeshore Park in Brandon. Huntington's disease is fatal, and a genetic disease described as having ALS, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's simultaneously. Join us in the fight against Huntington's disease at hdsa.org forward slash thwms. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to primeshrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is a place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. One, two, get down. Paid the cost to be the boss. Paid the cost to be the boss. 
great messages coming in on the ceasefire text line. 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Let ceasefire help you with your business internet solution. Make sure that you've got gigabit fiber internet available from ceasefire to find out what is available in your area. Check out online ceasefire.com slash business. Um, I want to get to some of these messages, but we need to get to the college football. I'll tell you what, let's save the college football fix for the last segment of the show today. And tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do best case, worst case for the Mississippi guys, primarily Charles Cross, well, exclusively Charles Cross and Matt Corral for tonight's draft. So that's how we will finish. Before we do that, and before we get to your messages on the ceasefire text line, we have one more set of Dave Matthews Band tickets to give away. Dave Matthews Band, the award-winning, Grammy award-winning group, will be in the Brandon Amphitheater on May 17th. That's a Tuesday night. Tickets are on sale and available right now at Ticketmaster.com or at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. And now is your chance to win. You're going to text the answer to Michael Borky's question. You got a question again? I do. You're going to text the answer to Michael Borky's question about the Dave Matthews Band to the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. This is your last chance this week to win a pair of tickets to see DMB, the Brandon Amphitheater, on May 17th. What's the question? Some of you guys are going to feel old on this one. The first album, remember two things album. Answer number what? Correct hour, answer number? Number five. We'll do five again. Correct answer number five. Remember two things. Great album, by the way. Absolutely great album. Was released in what year? Mm. What year? What year was the Remember Two Things album released by Dave Matthews Band? Fifth correct answer, and you got a pair of tickets. You're not going to like the context that I apply to this. I, I know you're not a big Dave Matthews Band, but but this album had Ants Marching on it, Trooping Billies, those, those songs, like popular songs, right? All right, so I don't know the answer, but based on that, I'm going to go 1997. So we've got one correct answer so far, just one. There's two, three. Some people finally found Google, I suppose. Four <laughs> and five. We got a winner. 1993. Really? Was when but that it, album. But it was wasn't released. until it wasn't until like 96, 97 that ants marching kind of really hit like rolling all the time on radio, right? I guess. I mean, a lot of times an album release date and when a song becomes super popular are not the same thing. I, mean, I don't remember. I was in diapers. Yes, well, I was in high school at the time, <laughs> and that's why I vividly remember lots of my buddies who were big Dave Matthews Band fans like playing, you know, Dave Matthews songs on repeat standing yeah. around a bonfire or wherever it was. So the uh, the label which was theirs was called Bama Rags. Mm. November of 1993. So there you go. All right, so by the way, on this both of our most recent winners, you've acknowledged on the text on that you would, but you have not yet emailed me. 
Got to do that. You got to do, do that. If you don't send your information to Borky, I'm going to take you can't them. Get your tickets. I'm, I'm going to take them and I'm going to go and I'm going to have a good time at your expense. Uh here we go. Um, if Ole Miss had never made it to number one this year, let's say they were only as high as 15, are we still having the conversation about Mike Bianco? Yes. Look, the groundwork was laid in the offseason for this. There were some pretty clear expectations that were laid out in the postseason conversations between Mike Bianco and Keith Carter. And I don't know it was that it was as specific as you must accomplish this in order to retain your job. But there was a pretty clear expectation that a high level of success was expected. And that there had not been enough postseason success. And I'll just kind of leave it there for now. Um, somebody said, who comes after Scott Berry? And I think it'd have to be a really special situation for Scott to consider that. What, wherever that is. Um. Michael and Loosedale, we can and will talk about Shohei Otani, but I don't know that we've got time to get to that today. Somebody says, this was a fun little exchange, do you think that Ole Miss feels pressure to let Bianco go after seemingly dropping the ball with the basketball program? I said, no. He said, that was a quick response. I said, well, you asked and I answered. I gave a little more. He said, I said, the decision that will be made about baseball has tons of layers to it. Because of the success of the program, because of all that Mike Bianco has done, they were in a super regional last year. But it's a decision that is becoming a little more clear by the weekend. And basketball has no bearing on the baseball decision other than with some fans. And he responded, he gets it. He's a state fan, but holds no ill will to Ole Miss. He's a genuinely nice guy, but you know what they say about nice guys. Mike is a nice guy. He softened through the years as well. He, he is more nice now than he was 22 years ago. Just, it was an edge. He was getting started. He was building a program. He was establishing a culture, all of those things. But I mean, I've said it before. I don't know any other way to say it or be any more clear. I think the world of Mike Bianco. And that's not just as a baseball coach. I think he's an outstanding baseball coach. I think he's a great husband. I think he's a great father. He's been great in the Oxford community. And I've said before, I I wouldn't say that Mike and I are friends in the sense that we like text each other and call each other and hang out or anything like that. But we have a friendly relationship, and we have for a really long time. We've worked together for a really, really long time. So, there you go. Borky, there was another message we got that was not related to... Um, it was not related to baseball. It was football. I'm just going to scroll back and find it. Yeah, the ticket giveaway really ruins this thing. Yeah. Um, you talking about the Sawyer Robertson thing? Yeah, it was basically somebody saying, hey, little birdie told me that the job is Will Rogers at Mississippi State, but Sawyer Robertson had a really good spring. And I said, thanks for the tip. That's interesting information. And he said, it's from talking from to somebody who is at practice basically every day. 
And that's great, right? I mean, you want competition at your quarterback spot. Sawyer Robertson was wanted by a bunch of programs coming out of high school because he was really, really good and really talented. Hey, Dad spent a lot of last offseason going, well, you know, Sawyer Robertson, maybe, maybe, but we'll see. Will Rogers? I do think it's hard to unseat a starting quarterback who has had the level of growth that Will Rogers has had and who's had, you know, has kind of put up the numbers and had the success. But we know that in Mike Leach's offense, if you've got a quarterback that doesn't turn it over and he plays every game, he's going to put up big numbers because of the nature of the offense. The other thing that we know is that Mike Leach has been willing to make a quarterback change in his not-too-distant past, sometimes within the course of a season with multiple quarterbacks playing. And he's had talented quarterbacks that he has sat down in favor of more talented quarterbacks. I'm going to be a broken record this summer. None of it matters if they can't protect. You don't know why Mississippi State... See, people look at the numbers, and and if you looked at it from the outside, oh, that offense was clicking last year. No, it really wasn't. It was wildly inconsistent. Why? Because they couldn't protect. I've had people say things to me like, oh, well, Ole Miss only won the Egg Bowl because of Matt Corral. Nope. Nope. It was Cedric Johnson and Sam Williams. That's who won the Egg Bowl. It was defense. Because State couldn't protect. You saw what happened in the bowl game. They couldn't protect. That's why they couldn't move the football. When you're throwing 65 times a game and you're giving up pressure on a basically every snap basis, it doesn't matter if it's Will Rogers, it doesn't matter if it's Sawyer Robertson, Daniel Greek, whoever else is on that roster, if they don't get better at protection, it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback because that offense will be inconsistent like it was a year ago and they will reach a ceiling that fans are not going to be satisfied with. That's the only thing worth talking about with the state team this offseason going into the season is protection. Because they've got talent at receiver, they've got talent at running back, I think they've got a more than capable quarterback. They'll still be really salty in the defensive secondary. Can they protect, yes or no? It's an interesting way of looking at it. We'll wrap things up with you when we come back. With the college football fix to finish the show today, what's the floor and what's the ceiling tonight for Charles Cross and for Matt Corral? That's when we come back in the Pearl River Resort Studio. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Other than the typical congestion downtown Jackson, 220, Interstate 20, and 55 all running smooth, if you see a traffic problem, be sure to call your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare, 
Feel better faster. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate to plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word radio for free shipping. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of fresh trees and shrubs. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's and Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Why should you trust Coleman Taylor Transmissions for your transmission repair? If you have an issue, I'm the one you deal with. I have a 4.7 rating on Google. It's about as legitimate as it gets. We've been in that location for 50 years. Our company has been in business for 61 years, 62 years this year. We've had the same phone number since 1970. Needing a transmission repaired is never convenient, but with free towing on major repairs, it's a little bit easier. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Here in C Spire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to C Spire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. One last. 
last time with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us on this Thursday afternoon. The NFL draft getting set to begin. Remind you, we remind you right now that tomorrow, Sports Talk Mississippi will be live at M Trade Park in Oxford. M Trade Park is wrapping up the month of April by hosting the Mississippi Soccer Association's Elite Cup. Featuring over 50 soccer teams in the U-Triple-S-A Baseball Forkball Classic. Over 150 teams will be playing in that. You can find out more about all that's happening at M-Trade Park by visiting them online at mtradepark.com. And don't miss Sports Talk Mississippi live tomorrow from 3 to 6 at M-Trade Park in Oxford. Time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. You can test drive the F-150 at your local Mississippi Ford dealers today. F-150, 45 years as the number one selling truck in America. Pretty simple question. What's the ceiling and what is the floor tonight for Charles Cross from Mississippi State and for Matt Corral from Ole Miss. Ceiling, floor, or best case, worst case? Which one would you prefer? Um, I don't know that I see a ton of difference. Heck, we can do both. Why not? And if I there's no difference, the, there's no difference. Yeah, I would say the ceiling for Charles Cross is number three with Houston. Agreed. I think it's pretty clear that you're going back-to-back defensive ends to start the draft with Trayvon Walker and uh, Aiden Hutchinson. And then it looks like Houston is going to take an offensive tackle. I guess they could jump for Stingley there if they wanted to do it. But I think three is the ceiling. And I'm going to expand the floor a little bit just because and say 10 is the floor. I just don't think Charles Cross makes it all the way to 10. Best case, worst case? I think best case, Charles Cross goes to uh, to New York at five. Because I think that's a potentially good situation. The worst case, I mean, kind of looking at the teams, Carolina at six is worst case because that's not a very good team, not a very good franchise right now. Carolina at six. I mean, yeah, you can say Atlanta at eight, but, you know, new coaching staff, Got to figure out the quarterback position. Matt Ryan's gone. But there's more potential in Atlanta than there is in Carolina, no doubt. Um, Best case, worst case for Matt Corral? Or ceiling floor for Matt Corral? I think think those are really, really different answers, don't you? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, you could see him if things get really wacky. I mean... Washington all the way that high, possibly, depending on who fell in love with him and who didn't. I don't know. Um, But I think the best-case scenario for him would be Pittsburgh at 20. If you're Matt Corral tonight, you're hoping that Pittsburgh calls you at 20. Because culture, coaching staff, roster, and you're not going to be required to start immediately. 
You know, they, they've got a bridge there, so you, you're not going to get thrown into a fire that you're not ready to put out. And everything else around you in terms of teams that are looking for a quarterback, Pittsburgh is the best at. Yeah. So if I'm him, I'm sitting in that room hoping for la- for career longevity. It's Pittsburgh at twenty now for and, and for, almost as everybody is projecting Malik Willis as the quarterback that Pittsburgh takes. Yeah, I just I'll be surprised if he's there at twenty. I, I, I'm expecting chaos because that's what happens with quarterbacks. Oh, okay. Uh, Tennessee would also be a, a Peter Schrager said earlier that he's hearing some buzz that the Titans are in the quarterback market tonight. That'd be a good place for him to go as well. Roster that's ready to win. I think the ceiling and the floor, there's a pretty good spread there. Like, there's not much of a spread for Charles Cross. I mean, between 3 and 10, eh, it's going to be a pretty good night for him. Ceiling floor for Matt Corral, I think the ceiling is probably mid-teens. And that may be a stretch. And the floor is probably mid-40s. Yeah, second round. You know, kind of midway point of the second round tomorrow. Um. You know, in in terms of best case, worst case, I I tend to agree with you that Pittsburgh's probably the best case and maybe Seattle would be next. Got some weapons in Seattle. Got to figure out a way to protect, but certainly got some weapons there. Worst case, I hate to pick on them, but Carolina? Or Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's worst case. Thanks for being with us. Fun show this afternoon. We'll be at M-Trade Park tomorrow. We'll talk about the first round of the draft, lots of baseball, and uh, some cool interviews and plenty to get to with you tomorrow as we wrap up the week. For Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studio. Good night. business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.